Alright, we rolling. So what's going on everybody, man? This is your boy MT and we're here with the first episode of Tap In with MT and Friends. And family. That's you know right. What that's, that's how it's supposed to be. You get the people that you trust, that you know. Well, I don't know you the most, but that's why we here. So she's gonna give me a little bit more. She's gonna give y'all a little bit more. We're gonna figure out what's going on. But we're here with Tap In and MT and Friends just to give you a little background, to talk about what's going on, to have a conversation. As you know that we tap in, our training accountability partner keep us focused on what we need to do. So we're here on finding out about the people that are focused on what they need to do that are holding themselves accountable, that are being motivated about what they do. Get a little deeper, dive a little deeper, tap in to what's really real here on Tap In with MT and Friends. So. Tap, 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 tap in. I do not own the rights to that song, but uh, if you want to tap in, sweetie, pull up. We, we with you. We want you on here next because that's what it's about. So, ma'am. Yes. Th this is a good time. I'm excited. I was excited when I reached out to you. Yeah. I was excited when you said that you had some time. And now we're here. We're having this conversation, you know, and, it, and it's like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm excited about what's what's about to happen. I, 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 like I was talking about earlier, like you don't being in front of the camera is not really your thing. You're a behind the camera type of person. You you enjoy that creative aspect of it. But as I told you, I feel like you should be up here because you are that type of spirit, that type of soul, that type of energy, and it's needed in the world. So I gave out a little Thank bit. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> gay y'all a little bit not gonna get y'all everything because if y'all ever watched our past podcast the metric mate minute which you need to check out it's got some clips on youtube got a little bit on the website i don't never get the i don't take the opportunity to tell people about what these other people do because that's why they're here so shauna please introduce yourself to our audience tell them who you are the bright bright <laughs> rainbow sunshine that you are and break it down for them a little bit um, my name is Shauna Wilcox, and I am a production designer, creative director. I work in the commercial and TV and film industry, as well as some other industries here and there, nonprofit, 501c3 management. And um, I really just love the creative world, everything about the creative world, in front of the camera and behind the camera. <laughs> you know, and I had to pull out the little razzle-dazzle, and we're going to figure <laughs> this out today. So as you heard, you do a lot of things. I do. You are involved, you've been involved since I was graced with your presence. And it's inspiring. If I haven't had the opportunity to be able to tell you, even the minute piece that I know of the essence that you bring to the world is like, that's dope. Thank you. That's dope. And that's why every time that I find out something, or I <laughs> see something, I'm like, oh, you did that. I make sure that we take the opportunity to celebrate that because it's real, like it's dope. But as we all know, driving our own path, building our own path, being our own person is something that takes a lot of perseverance, a lot of time, a lot of energy. It does. And you definitely put a lot of time and energy in. So let's go back, way back. Okay. Back in the time. Okay. Before Shauna started being Shauna and you were just Shauna, Shauna Chen, <laughs> you know, before the Wilcox, Shana before... Chen. The, the the makeup before all of that back in New York. Yes. Give us give us a little bit about like what helped you become who you are. Uh, born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. First generation American to Caribbean parents. Um, that really, 
I mean, that says a, that's a whole mouthful in itself. <laughs> I mean, born and raised in New York, much less Brooklyn, New York, from Caribbean parents. That's a huge dynamic there. And I think it really molded me, um, gave me the type of perseverance that I needed in order to be able to um, seek my dreams and be able to figure out who I am and what I'm good at. Um, but also being able to have the tenacity to see things through. Um, but uh, yeah, I was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Very, very proud of that, by the way. There you go, BK, stand up. <laughs> I need y'all to represent. This is a good episode for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, now living in Atlanta, Georgia, complete different dynamics, still beautiful um, place to be and has added to to who I am and a little bit of the culture of, of, uh, of what I bring. So yes. There you go. There you yes, go. Yes. Bring a little flavor. So first generation, Caribbean, Caribbean, <laughs> however you decide to say it, yeah. I'm all with all of it. How does that culture, that, 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 different thought process, a different mindset. Like, how has that been an influence on you pursuing and being able to get to the levels that you've been able to achieve? So, yeah, being a first-generation American, my, um, well, my dad was in the music industry. And, um, again, coming from creative worlds, and my mom was in nursing all her life, um, loved to cook. There was just, like, so many different ways that culture, Caribbean culture, um, influenced me in regards to working hard, right? Like they just work hard, hard, hard. No matter what it is that they did, they work hard to, to get in. They want you to know too. They gotta tell you about yourself, okay? Okay. <laughs> there it is. Look at that twain came out. I love it. I like it. <laughs> They're gonna tell you that you have to work hard in order to get what you need in life. And um, again, being from New York, that just added to it. And so I know nothing but hard work. I know nothing be able to, like, I don't. I connect before I direct, right? And so I'm always able to say, whatever I ask you to do, I'm willing to do myself, right? And so that's a part of being able to be a good leader. And that taught, that is what I was taught. Like, it doesn't matter what we did. Like, my mother always got her hands dirty and you know, my dad got his hands dirty. Like, they always were a part of the gutter work, you know, and not just the glory. True. Um, and again, that's, that's, that's a part of the grind of New York. That's a part of the grind of coming from being a first-generation American or coming to the States and wanting to make it, wanting to live that American dream. Um, and, and then as a first-generation American, wanted to make them proud, right? They came here for a purpose, wanted to do better for themselves and do better for me. And so that instilled a little bit of a drive. Uh, I can't say a little bit, a lot of drive to make sure that I made them proud. Love it. Love it. Now, that you, you hear so many stories and you talk to so many people, especially nowadays, because there's so much, so much influx yeah. of culture and exposure of culture in so many different ways. Um, and people talk some mess about the, the, the cats that's been in the States for a while because it's like we don't have that same type of drive. But when you start having those conversations, you start looking into those motivators and those things that come around. It's kind of like, all right, I see why that perception is that way, you know? I can't say that that I didn't hear that growing up. Okay, I can't say that. And I can't say that I'm not guilty of saying it myself. True. Where I'd be like, no, these American people. <laughs> and I think it's a matter of like taking things for granted. That's really what it is. It's not necessarily about Americans not having culture. I mean, we already know that there's a huge culture, whether it's culture that we want or not, that's a whole different thing, right? Indeed. But even in the Caribbean, I mean, slavery, it, we're not, you know, 
people don't even recognize that that slavery happened in the Caribbean as well, right? And so there's shared culture there, there's shared experiences there. Um, but yeah, I think that Americans, a lot of Americans take for granted the freedoms or the different liberties that we have. And so people in the Caribbean don't have that. And so, as I said, coming to America, wanting to live the American dream and be able to be prosperous and to make better for themselves, it was a huge thing. And so, yeah, I've heard that many times. Don't be like your American friends, okay? Okay. <laughs> Tragic, I hate it, but we working to change that. You know what I'm saying? For, fourth generation from Atlanta. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Straight from Decatur. We try, we try to change that perception, but no, I get it. I get it and I see it. Yeah. And I appreciate it and I honor it because, I mean, at the end of the day, the blood is flowing through all of us, okay. you know, and, and at the end of the day, we all have to wake up and be able to take advantage of the opportunities. And the fact that it's seen that way, it ain't nothing but a thing. That is that is a real thing. And, and it being able to contribute to how you've been successful is like dope. That's right. always a dope thing. Now, we're going to dive a little bit. We're going to go a little bit. So I heard that you used to do some makeup. I did. That's how I started um, career wise. Yeah. Um, I did makeup for years, um, product developing. I, I uh, ran some shows in New York and things of that nature. Was a part of creative teams and developing looks and all that. But yeah, makeup was my was my first thing. It was my first real career. You see, I gotta dig stuff out of my sister, man. It's like it's crazy out here. It's like I gotta, I gotta find a way to be able to pull it out, cause like, you don't share none of this stuff. <laughs> it's dope. Yeah, I mean, again, from New York, so I worked on Fifth Avenue. I, I was blessed to be able to connect, be connected to a lot of great people. So I didn't have to, um. I didn't have to do certain things in order to be able to really get to where I wanted to go in regards to makeup, right? In regards to makeup. Um, my mom was very closely connected to some people high up in L'Oreal who owns lots of different companies and um, gave me an opportunity and I ran with it. I, I, I ran with it. I was number one in my department and all those things or whatever. And again, I started on the, on the floor, makeup floor selling yeah. and learned that teaching was the best way um, in order to really be successful in makeup. And then through that, I got bored. I used to get bored. I still get bored all the time. Um, always wanted to do something else, do more and do more. And so I added on and added on and just continue exploring the different worlds of makeup. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, that's, that's, that was my makeup, yeah. makeup story. I did that for years until I met your brother. That's a whole nother story. So, <laughs> segue, segue, segue into another one. Not a two-wheel joint, but the word joint. So, <laughs> NFL wife. Yes. NFL girlfriend, NFL wife, that whole aura. I wasn't, I wasn't an NFL girlfriend for long. Right, yeah. So I don't really know that story. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know nothing about that. She hopped over that fence really quick. And, and we understand why the more we start figuring out. But... That's always a coveted thing when it comes to our society and our, especially this social media society, when everybody loves to see the pictures and people dressed up, they freaking out over Taylor Swift and Simone Biles <laughs> being at the game, like, oh my God, like, ah, they just started coming. You know, the NFL been around for like a hundred <laughs> years before now, and now people are figuring out about Travis Kelsey. Trav, what's happening? We need you all here too. But um, how was that experience? Like, what, what was, how was that experience? Let's start there. So I worked um, NFL Live for a little while. And so in terms of being in that world, the sports world, it, through makeup, 
um, in terms of being in that sports world, it wasn't completely brand new to me. But of course, it's a completely different dynamic when you're dating somebody and then become someone's fiance and then married. Um, and it was, I had a good experience. I can't say that I had a bad experience. There are many people I know that had very bad experiences, but I had a great experience. I think it was because your brother really took care of me and made sure that he protected me and sheltered me from some of the things that could possibly go awry. Um, but it was a wonderful experience. I mean, the NFL world in regards to being able to expose you to things is really wonderful. And of course, you have to tap in and you have to take take advantage of those like opportunities. That like that brandy, yeah. <laughs> you have to take advantage of those opportunities and walk through those doors. Sure. Um, but they do. They definitely open you, open the world to you. Um, and so... I had a great experience and work, you know, working with them. I actually did do a lot of things while I was there. Work, that's how I started 501c3 um, management. Dan um, had so. his foundation. Shout out Empowerment Minds one time. Yes. Um, he had his foundation and um, I was I moved to Baltimore and I was always working. I told you I'm, I'm, I'm used to the grind. And so I was like, I can't just sit here and do nothing. And so I started running the foundation and through running the foundation helped with other foundations as well. And that just spiraled into another thing. Um, and I think event planning and being creative and all that was always something inside of me. I mean, again, being from the Caribbean, my family, it doesn't matter what it is. We take every opportunity, every single opportunity to celebrate something. There you go. <laughs> and so, um, not coming from much means, we had to create the beauty, no matter what it was, right? So we always handmade things. We didn't have people come in and have, you know, design a big, fabulous, you know, studio or whatever it is for us. We had to do it ourselves. Yes. And um, my mom was really, uh, she was, she, she definitely taught me a lot about that. And uh, I transferred that into the 501c3 world in order to help manage and come up with creative ways to help and give back um, and it was really fulfilling. It was definitely fulfilling while I was in Baltimore. It definitely was. That's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. See? Everything comes together. <laughs> yeah. You understand how my mind works. It's like a little spider web right now. And I'm like, oh, yep. Let me tell you. Oh, oh, yep. There's a connect right there. Yep. Yeah. There's so many different things floating around. But no, that's that's crazy. So going through that experience, I was hoping we were going to get some juicy stories out of that. But I'm glad that he had a good experience. <laughs> if you if you was, if you was one of my other guests that I'm going to have on here, I'm going I'm to start digging into some of this stuff. We're going to get crazy. But I love you. So we're not going to do that. Um, but <laughs> he's like, thank you. Um, but that's 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 dope to be in that type of spotlight, to be in that type of, of, of aura mm -hmm. when it comes to the NFL, especially in that time, because that was like the Ray Lewis time, the, yeah. the Ty Heat time, the like Super Bowl. We just got off. We feel like we're going to do it again time. So like having that type of hype around it is a whole different ball game than dating somebody from the Falcons. <laughs> That's that's good that you had a good experience. I and that's did. good that you had a good shepherd through that experience. Yes. Are there any people that you keep up with from that experience or was it just kind of like a time in life and now you're in a different space? No, I do. I keep in contact with some of the females. Um, of course, being in the NFL, everyone's from different states. So it's kind of hard to truly connect, mm -hmm. right? Um, but there are a few people that live here in Atlanta that I still connect with, that I still stay friends with, friendly with. We have events and, and, and we connect through that way. Um, and then through the 501c3 foundations, um, there are plenty of foundations that we still attend and help to uh, show our face and, and give back and whatever it is that we can do, whether it be me brainstorming an idea um, through another foundation or 
attending a, uh, an event, um, we still, yeah, we stay connected. Um, Baltimore will always be home in a way. Uh, and so, yeah, it's, 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 it's fun. Um, it never really leaves you. Now, is it the same? No, but it never really leaves you. True, true. So that's a good segue into the next part. You, 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 you feed me. <laughs> you feed me right now. I appreciate it. That's why she's the best guest. That's why I told her she needed to get out here. Um, but going into the, like the network, you've done so many things. You've seen so many things. You've been to so many parts of the world. You're doing so many amazing things now we're going to jump into after this. But you probably built a very, very powerful network, a very vast network. And that's the part about this development, this growth, this change that people go through as a professional that we don't talk a lot about. It's a fear for a lot of people, but it's literally innate if you want to grow and if you want to change. You're going to meet new people. That's you're right. going to find people that you like. You're going to find people that you don't like. You're going to find people that you connect with. You're going to find people that you don't connect with. But at the end of the day, being able to spread that message, that energy, that word of who you are, who you want to be as a professional, is going to go through many ears and through many channels. How has that network been a benefit to you as you continue to grow and be who you are? I can't sit here and lie to you and tell you that I'm the best at networking because I'm not. Um, I definitely try to connect with a lot of different people and whoever I connect with genuinely definitely becomes a part of my network. But in terms of being that person that can go to an event and just can mingle in and mix and mingle in and, and bring people into my network that way, it's never been authentic to me. And so most of the people that are in my network are true people that are friends, we're friends with, that I have a history with, that I've developed a history with, or that we connect in some sort of really genuine way. Um, in terms of being able to, again, network with random people, I've never been the strongest at, to be honest, which I think is to my benefit. Because anyone who wants to work with me genuinely wants to work with me, genuinely sees my um my gifts and are able to help to we there's a, there's a fair exchange there they want to give and i want to give and we could have a great uh experience in that way but yes no everything that i've been through in regards to even my pageantry life which you didn't talk about whatever but even pageantry <laughs> we got some milk we to to? <laughs> oh yes we got time we got time please let me know if we got time but i've i've again been blessed my, my dad was in the music industry there's so many different parts of my life that i can bring and be able to tap in when i need to um and uh again because i don't overuse those networks um and because i don't i'm not always um connected to people that i don't have genuine relationships with they they become stronger and so then they tell someone else and then that how that's how your network or that's how my network has been able to been really strong and so all the people that i work with genuinely want to work with me genuinely trust me and are, i'm able to provide the best work that i can in that way there you go there you go so bottle folks talking about they're not good at networking you got somebody else here that's not good at networking <laughs> admittedly but she still networks exactly. she still takes the opportunity you know, we were talking about that with the, the Instagram thing because you don't never post on Instagram. I don't. Oh. I realize that it's now your digital resume. Like, there's so many times that people are like, oh, what's your Instagram? And I'm, I'm like, oh, great. Here we go. <laughs> They're going to think that I'm not, you know, I'm not doing anything or I'm not working or that there's not validity to my career or my history or my resume. Mm -hmm. um, and so I definitely can see where there is um, room for growth there. Um, I think I have like a little bit of a insecurity in regards to 
feeling like Instagram or social media or those platforms when you're showing what you're doing, then it's like bragging, right? And I recognize that it's not. I recognize that it's truly just sharing and inspiring. Um, and so I got to get out of my head about that. I got to get out of my head about that. <laughs> Indeed. And share more. There you go. Share more. Share more. You know yes. what I'm saying? It's, 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 we want to know what's going on. We want to know what's happening. And you're yeah. doing so much dope stuff. It's like, because when you do post, it's like, I usually repost. <laughs> it, either way, yeah. it don't matter. Put it on your story, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. like something going on. And, yes. and it's definitely a part of what you do, especially being in the creative space. Yes. Because that's when it's running. Me, not so much. LinkedIn is my spot. Y'all want to follow me? Follow me on LinkedIn. That's why I got all my followers. I'm busting on LinkedIn, making dollars as soon as they monetize <laughs> my account. LinkedIn put me in. Well, that's where it is. That's where the business people are. Yeah. All of my social media networks, whether it be LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, you name it, they all weak. So it's something I got to work on. That's all right. I know I got to work on it. That's all right. We're going we to figure that out. <laughs> We're going to figure that out. We got to get that, got to get that face back out there. Yeah. Let them know what's popping, what's going on. Not too intrusive, but we're going we gonna to let them know. <laughs> I think that's, that's where it is, right? Drawing that line, that really fine line and being able to keep your private life private, which I think is really important. And then being able to, yes, inspire people and share and be able to, um, help people to show them that, yeah, these, these experiences are happening. And, and of course, I feel like there's so much youth that is on Instagram. And so they need to see these things and see the different faces. Yep. That's it. That's yeah. it. And that's why it's kind of like weird that people only show the good parts. Oh, yeah. But then it's like, do I really want you in my life like that? <laughs> like, do I really want to let you know that I was crying till 10 a.m. last night. Like Being vulnerable is a thing. Yeah. Um, I don't mind being vulnerable, but even in that, right, you have to, it's about authenticity. So being comfortable in doing that has to be genuine as well. And um, sometimes we got to push ourselves out of our comfort zone to show the good, bad, and the ugly because they all are inspiring and they all will are a testimony and help you help people to see the realness and how that, you know, there's different things that you have to go through in order to get to where you want to go and encouraging them to follow through. That is. And that things are going to get better, even though things were bad. They always bad get better. They all, it doesn't matter what it is. They always get better. Well, always. But people forget that. And yes. so that's why they need you to post <laughs> and show them that things get better. Yes. That's how it goes. Yes. Yes. Now, you don't divulge something that I did, had no idea about. I figured I could have guessed. Oh, what? But you a pageant queen. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea about that. Oh, okay. All right, so run down the pageant resume. Go ahead and give me give, give me the, the, the top five wins. You know what I'm saying? What, <laughs> I need to see some crowns, not some sashes. Like, what's what's popping? Um, when I was really young, uh, again, I think again, being a first generation American, and I'm mixed, and my dad's Chinese Jamaican, and again, he's in the music industry, and my mom here with nursing, and like, I, I feel like all those different things made me like their doll, right? They just wanted to be they were proud of me right and I ate it up I'm an Aries and so I was like okay whatever it was you know I I love to dance I love to sing um and so anything that they could put me in in regards to um being on the stage and being able to clap and be proud of um they they involved me in which I think was a great thing somewhere along the line I kind of I kind of faded back and didn't want to be so much in the spotlight yeah. but they exposed me to anything that they they could which was a great thing. It definitely made me who I am um, and made me very, even more cultured, right? Um, exposed to many different people. 
uh, not just, you know, the people that I was, that I grew up in, not just, you know, people from New York or not just people from Brooklyn or people in the Caribbean. I was exposed to so many different cultures. And again, that's what, that's what New York is, right? It's a melting pot, True. but it, it definitely made me who I am. So pageantry world. Um, yeah. My first little title was little miss Brooklyn. Oh, that I was uh, oh, I want to see pictures <laughs> so bad. That whole thing was a charade. Pictures. I am so embarrassed when people ask me for pictures because, okay, I was six, I think, five or six. Mm. I was too young to be in the pageant, so that I actually probably they probably want to take my title back. But anyway, <laughs> no, 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 we ain't Reggie Bushing out here. No, no, I don't gave it. It's over. Thank you. I was the youngest one in the pageant, and uh, it was about a week before the pageant, and I went into this hall. We had this long hallway in my house. Mm. And um, it had like all these mirrors and uh, I brought my little rocking chair. My grandmother was a seamstress and she was sewing my pageant costumes. And I went into the hallway with all the mirrors and with my little rocking chair and I cut my hair. I cut all my hair off. I'm talking about crazy pixie cut. Like it was just horrible, horrible. I don't know what I thought I was doing. <laughs> and I knew that it was bad as soon as it was over though. Mm. <laughs> And my mom took me to the uh, salon to try to fix it. It was not fixable. Oh, no. But I still won. Right. I still won. That's the question. (laughs) I I still won. You know, the little kids, so I ain't going to say nothing about little kids. (laughs) There was a team passing. I have some questions that I need to ask, but strict love the kids, and that's where we're going to leave it. Yes. No, being in pageants was a great experience. Um, That was my first little title. Um, I did enter some other pageants along the way and talent shows and things of that nature. The other one that I'm proud of, um, I I am even still um, a Goodwill Ambassador for Belize, which is where my mother is from. And I was um, Miss Belize, but of New York. Um, So held the title. There's many different Caribbean cultures that they hold pageants in different states and then they act as goodwill ambassadors in order to raise money and awareness and different things in the community and give back into their country. And so I was Miss Belize of New York and um, I held that title for two years. And uh, I think that Belize is probably of all my Caribbean cultures, um, the one that I'm most connected to. And so I was really proud of that. And I did a lot during that reign. So, yeah. Say what? Yes, yes, yes. There you go. See? Moving and shaking. Since yeah. six years old, five, six out here. <laughs> Taking titles, snatching, cutting hair. We out here. Cutting hair. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so being involved in, in the, the industry that you're in, of course, appearance, fitness, being in shape, being conscious of who you are, not just from even an appearance standpoint, but just from I'm moving and shaking so much, I need to keep my energy level up. I need to make sure that I can maintain and that I'm not out here floundering at the end of the day. It's super important. And as you know, we got to stay in shape. That's right. We always got to stay in shape. Shout out to our sponsor, Metric Mate, because they're always in here keeping folks in shape. How has that been a, a fixture in your development? And how have you made sure that you could like keep it front of mind, not letting it fade and just like going out here. And <laughs> <laughs> I, ain't say, I ain't say nothing. I ain't say nothing. I ain't say nothing about nobody, but y'all got what I was saying. That's all that matters. Um, I think that uh, looks, right? Like, because honestly, you know, obviously in this in this world, what we see, first, first experience and first, uh, first impressions are through, you know, are, are what we see, right? And mm-hmm. so, I've always been conscious of how I look and make sure that I'm always presenting myself the right way. And um, there are a lot of things that happen in my culture 
that made me conscious to make sure that I was always maybe not the fittest, but make sure I kept in shape, right? It's one of the things that'd be like, oh, you know, obesity doesn't run in your family. What, you don't run. <laughs> and that's why obesity runs in your family, you know? And so oh, um, <laughs> I've been conscious of that. And not in even so much of a um, vanity sense, right? But knowing that that, yeah, has been the downfall of many different people in my family um, through the generations in regards to obesity. And so it's something that's always um, at the forefront. And people, you know, they, they misconstrue that because they see it as a vanity thing. And don't get me wrong. I think if I have a, a sin, it's going to be vanity. But <laughs> my biggest uh, right, sin right, right. is vanity. I love it. But in regards to, yeah, just making sure that I can keep up with my son and that I can be glamour and not grandma, yeah. you know, barely yeah. being able to run after my, my grandchildren when they come. And I, I can wait for that. So I ain't rushing that. But um, is uh, <laughs> is important. Um, and so I, I think about it from that perspective, just wanted to make sure that I'm always as fit as I can be in regards to being able to have longevity in life. Yeah, stay functional. Yes. Just be able to move. Yes. If you don't use it, they lose it. And all those other sayings that they give you. 100%. I want to be able to be present for my grandchildren. There you go. That's right. There you go. That's the perfect reason to do it. Yeah, just being able to stay mobile, being able to stay active, being able to stay in, in tune with your, your, your family, your life, your people is really important. So, yeah. I mean, that's the number one reason why we want to promote it is for people to be healthy, for people to be happy, to people to live healthier, happier lives and all that good stuff. Um, so that's why they make a good partner for what we're doing here, because that's what we want to promote. We want to dig in, we want to dive, we want to tap in, we want to find out what's going on with everybody. But at the end of the day, we brought you all here because you're doing your thing. You're exemplifying what it means to be, to have that sauce, as they say. Uh-oh. Yeah, there's no sauce. No <laughs> Uh-oh. Sauce. So, Shauna, tell the people where they can find you, where they can keep up with you, how to get in contact with you if they need some creative direction. Because we hoping some money is watching this thing. Shout out to us, <laughs> money. We need you on this stage, too. But let them know where they can get in contact. Well, I do have a website, ShaunaWilcox.com. And of course, Instagram, ShaunaWilcox4 is my handle there. That's it? Well, where else? LinkedIn? I told you they're weak. All of them are weak. The only one I guess I really am as, as more uh, active on is uh, Instagram. Even my website. I haven't updated in like three years. <laughs> Shauna. Before this come out, we update y'all. We're going to find a weekend and bring Harper. We're going to sit down. We're going to get your life together. Shauna? Thank you. No, thank you. It was a good time. Yes. I loved it. I feel more connected with my family now. We had good conversation. Awesome. We got it on wax, so it's here for perpetuity. <laughs> so can't nobody say it didn't happen. It's like, no, we sitting down, we talking. That's, right. That's how it goes. But no, I'm super proud of you. Thank you are absolutely amazing. I'm proud of you and all that you're doing. Girl. Okay, we're talking about me right here, but I, I can't even, you talking about you don't know me. I didn't know all of this, okay? So I'm super proud of you and all that you're doing and being able to really just push forward and uh, pursuing your dreams. And you're gonna get there, I know you will. And I'm here to support you always. I know, I know. <laughs> Well, that's the way that they can keep up with you, Shauna. Well, I'm going to let y'all know how you can keep up with us here at Metric Mate. You can go to TheMetricMate.com. That's our website. And also check us out on Instagram, at Metric Mate. But if you want to go to Twitter, get a little twist and do the Metric Mate. Give us a shout. Give us a follow. Give us a like. And definitely comment when we post something about these podcast episodes because we're going to be giving out some free prizes for those that come in. So check us out. <laughs>